people have been chosen to reveal our existence to the world. You will witness what happens here today, and you will tell of it later. The Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis drinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call. I'm Odin. And this is Tear. Hey, Tear, guess what? What? I realize that with the that all of these people are so happy with the freedom breaking out all over the world that there's a word of warning that I have for them. Want to hear it? Okay. The boa constrictor releases his grip, not because you got away, but to grab tighter. For all you people out there celebrating freedom breaking out throughout the world, be advised. They're just simply repositioning. If you think that they're going to give up their trillions of dollars, you are wrong. So I've decided that we need to go even harder than you. Ooh, ooh, wait, 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 really? Yes. We Yay! Uh, enough, enough of the TikTok drama. If this point, if they want to fight and they want to bullshit and they want to say all these things, I'm not even going to give them the space. If they want to come and they want to talk, then uh, and they want to talk about a topic, we're more than happy to host them. Uh, oh, fuck them! If no, I'm talking about other people. People that oh. actually have a cause. If they want to come and they bitch at us, we have a council of fuckery after our podcast on Friday. You're more than welcome to come on in and we can do some verbal... What? Uh, uh, just a fair warning. If you come into the council of fuckery looking for fuckery, you shall fucketh about and find it thine fate. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, it's, perfect. it's the perfect setting for uh, verbal combat. And it's a skill that everybody needs to know. And when we were part of another group, you know, I tried to get uh, debates lined up so that people will learn how to use facts and logic and persuasion for the audience more than screaming at each other. Because I'm a big believer that we have a freedom of speech, not a freedom of screech. If you're going to yell so loud that nobody can hear you, you're screeching and I won't give a fuck what you have to say. Go ahead. It's a miracle that you and I get along so well. Why? Because oh, I, I usually am that one that just gets loud enough to where I finally wake you, wake yeah, people up. Like, yeah, but see, fuck a, you! <laughs> but see, there's a difference. If it's something that me and you disagree with... with or well, about, we wouldn't be shouting. Yeah, we wouldn't be shouting about we, it. We can talk about it. And we can see each other's viewpoint. If okay. it's something that we're passionate about and it does get to yelling... We yell for about five minutes at each other and then it's like, fuck you! Oh yeah, fuck you too! And that's it, that's the end of it. I mean... We may, right, still have, we may still have disagreements about it, but... All right, Pooh Bear. Oh, fuck you, you <laughs> dwarf. Oh, fuck! <laughs> hey, if we get to go hard, can I start this off? Can I start the ball rolling real quick? Sure. To each and every one of you wonderful, dear people, you sweet, naive, little, glorious people that think that unity above integrity is important. Get the fuck out of here and wake the fuck up. There is no fucking unity to be found with a group that wants to 
erased your existence from the world. And so I'm sick of hearing this shit. And I'm also, wait, I got one more thing to say about it. And that's the same on the fucking right. I will not get along and show unity. And I will not sit here and not call somebody on their fucking bullshit because it hurts your feeling and it divides us. Well, I'm sorry. If if the truth hurts, then get the fuck out. I don't want you watching my back. Okay, I'm done. We got to well, start. I'm looking, right? uh, I was going to reiterate your point by quoting that Rasmussen poll. That shows that 59% of Democrats want you incarcerated and thrown in an internment camp if you're not going to get vaccinated. 59%. Do you really think you can find peace with these people, with unity with these people? This is the same, this is the same party that 71% of them says that you should be fined, arrested, and have your children taken away from you if you disagree with the vax mandates. So I'm supposed to be unified with these ass wipes? No. No. Okay. Now, well, that's what everybody keeps telling me. We're supposed to find unity. Let's find common ground. Okay, here's my common ground. I don't like children being killed or raped. Oh, oh, they don't like that one. Well, because you can't argue against that one. I mean, oh, they sure as fuck do. (laughs) You're not inclusive. Oh, it's just because they weren't raised right. Well, maybe if you beat their ass as a child, they wouldn't have come up to be a <laughs> they wouldn't have grown up to be a shit nosed tumbler twat. Fair. I I'm glad you found that one. Oh, dude, that, that okay, you should, <laughs> I have learned so many new phrases and I'm going to use them. <laughs> but no, I mean, okay, so this episode is gonna be a bit different than a lot of stuff. Because we've reached a point where it no longer makes sense to try to acquiesce, to try to fluff people, to try to gently nudge them and wake them up. No, look, I've tried that. I've led the horse to water. And you know they say you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink. I disagree. It depends (laughs) on how long you can hold their head underwater. Fair. So you don't like me. You don't like my accent. You don't like anything else. You think I don't vibe. Whatever. I don't give a shit. Truth hurts. If the shoe fits, fuck it, wear it. Move on. Either learn from it or ignore me. But the simple fact is we are here to give you truth, to give you facts, to give you an observation and to try to help you for when you finally do wake the fuck up out of your little fairy tale dream. Okay, let me get those exact numbers for the Rasmussen report and explain to me how I'm supposed to uh, how I'm supposed to get along with these people. With everything that we know now, of Democratic voters have a favorable opinion of Dr. Fauci. 58%, right, uh, oppose a proposal for federal or state governments. Oh, wait, hold on. 55% of Democratic voters would support a proposal uh, to fine uh, Americans who do not get the vaccine. 59% 59% of Democrats favor a government policy that keeps citizens confined to their homes at all times if they refuse to get the vaccine. 48% of voters think federal and state governments should be able to fine and imprison individuals who publicly question, question the efficacy of the vaccine. 45% would favor governments requiring assistance citizens to temporarily live in designated facilities or location if they refuse to get a vaccine. Can I ask a question? Okay. 
I, it's more with that one that, that you, you question the efficacy of, of the vaccine. Did everybody fucking fail middle school science, middle school biology? Because I thought that the whole point of science was to ask why. Yeah. Was to question, was to question, was to prove, was to improve to either if it was wrong, you figure out why is it wrong? Okay, fix it. Is it right? Okay, why is it right? Okay, good. Can we build on that to make something else? Isn't that the fucking point of science? Yes, but people okay. are stupid. Well, no shit. Individuals may be smart, but people in a group are stupid. Thank you, men in black. I can't say, I can't argue. Now, right. on to the topic for which we have already made two videos. Yours, which was the spicy one talking about what the fuck, and me giving a little history lesson. So, mad we're going to talk about... Dude, they like your videos more. It just so happens that we posted instead of on mine, we posted it on yours. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying, my spicy video gets like 80 views. Yours... <laughs> Yours gets 322, and in a space of an hour, I was like, fuck. Okay, carry on. All right. Well, I can't say anything because my, my other videos get more views. So. Yeah, so shut up. Give me one, damn it. Just one. I you got the Bob uh, Saget one. Our, our apology videos, people like yours more than mine. <laughs> That's because mine was just petty as fuck. Fair. Fair, fair. <laughs> you have to admit, though, that was pretty fucking petty. Mine was sincere. Irreverent, but sincere. <laughs> Mine wasn't <laughs> at all. <laughs> so, all right. So, the topic that we're talking about today specifically is the burning of books. So, oh, that makes me angry because I'm a bibliophile, okay? I right. love books. All right. So, let me give some history on the particular incident that you made your video on. Back in 2019, a teacher sit here and started an initiative to burn books in Canada, 30 different books for a total of 4,700 books total, right? Because they spoke badly about indigenous people. Uh, the Adventures of Tintin, uh, the little short Viking guy, Arctis, or I, I can never remember his name. Anyhow. Uh, Icarus? Huh? Icarus? Arcus? Arcus. Something like that. It starts with I can't remember. Anyhow, so... It sits here and it's those types of books, it's children's books, and they burn them because it was insensitive to indigenous people. Now, come to find out that the teacher that started it wasn't even indigenous, though she claimed to be. So then the school board had to apologize. But they did not stop the book burning and banning campaign. It was a liberal who sat here and decided that she wanted to speak up for an oppressed minority, right? And I don't have a problem with speaking up for an oppressed minority. Right. The problem I have is that when you burn books, right? What mm -hmm. was it? Heinrich, uh, Heinrich Himmler, the poet in the 1800s, says that when books, a place that burns books, the burning of bodies will continue there shortly after. Yeah. Right. So I'm a little sensitive to that because that was blocked out by COVID. Right. That whole story was blocked out by COVID. Right. In, t in September of 2021, it comes back in the news because Trudeau was accused of being part of it, but not that he was part of the whole burning of books. It was the part that he wasn't strong enough. Wait. Yeah. 
That's what they were mm-hmm. arguing for. So, as much as it breaks my bibliophilic heart, 4,700 books wasn't fucking enough? No. As a matter of oh. fact, wait, wait, May 10th, 1933, in a certain, in a certain uh, European country, they burned 90,000 to 120,000 books on one night. Just let that sink in. So they're burning books so that they can change history. If you listen to the TikTok video, I have a clip of somebody from the UK and Australia having a chat, right? And they talk about, they talk about why the name is scary. What did they call it? Purification by flame. That is the term they use when burning the books. That doesn't sound anything like a Spanish Inquisition that at all. That scare the living shit out of everybody. Now, before all of you people on the right start going, look at all the stuff on the left and on the video, I sit here and I specifically pointed to the taking down of statues because you go books, statues, people. Pay attention. There's a pattern to these things. Books, statues, people in which burn and get destroyed. It is historically proven that that is what happens. Library of Alexandria, the destroying of the monuments, and then the burning of the... The people that would burn books are the same people that will lead people into a holocaust in a certain given amount of time. It is, it is historically repeated over and over and over again. It rhymes because the people change, but the reasons do not. Go ahead. So we burn books, we tear down statues, and then we throw people we don't like because they don't want to get a vaccine into a camp, and we where it concentrates all the sick people and dissidents. So uh, I think burning people's next. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it is. Now listen. This is the problem with not fucking learning from history. Wait. See, that's what this is. Wait, I'm not done. <laughs> I know you want to go off, but you can't leave one side out of this. In the same video at the end, when I when when it stops, in my video where it stops, where the guy from England stops talking, then you hear a story about people who are calling for the banning and burning of books in the United States this fucking year. Why did they want to ban them? Why? And then they said, when they voted to ban them, six to zero, one of them, or two of them, said they wanted to burn them. Why? Why? Is it because it talked about the, the atrocities that happened in the West? No. It's because they talked about gays more than they talked about straights. It was because they talked about the Muslim faith more than they talked about the Christian faith. They brought out pedophilia, to which got a bunch of shocked faces because there were 62 hits in the library that talked about pedophilia. But only 19 talked about Jesus. I'm sorry. Books are dangerous. Knowledge is dangerous. But you don't destroy it. You don't hide it. You don't desecrate it. You let the free flow of ideas... Those were people on the right who used pedophilia and homosexuality for the, for the focus of their anger. And they wanted to burn books. 
you mentioned when we were talking, when we were discussing, you had mentioned that the that the right is closing in on it. That's why I had to include that clip because that proved we're already fucking there. The right is already. Let's put it this way: the right is not immune from taking down statues either. No, nope. I don't like George Floyd, but they sit here and they 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 damage the statue, right? Okay. I get it. There, there, there's a lot of politics around that one. But they yep, have... okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. They threw black paint on a white statue of a black guy. Oh, okay. Bad example. I'll give you another one. <laughs> they, they, they had a statue, right? They had a statue of a BLM member, fist in the hand, standing for the protest, right, for BLM. Love or hate BLM, they have a right to have a statue. If they paid for it to put it up, right? There was so much outcry from people on the right and people defacing it. It stayed up. Guess how long? One fucking day. Holy shit. One day. And then they had to take it down. Oh, I can't wear the hat anymore. It itches. Look, okay. Fuck you, okay? I'm still getting used to it. Um, Let me say this, and I've said it before, and I'm going to keep saying it and keep saying it and keep saying it until people fucking realize what I'm talking about. The sheep on the left will never scare me as much as the sheep on the right do. Well, I mean, let's face it. Authoritarianism and fascism exist on both sides. Oh, yeah. You know, it took it took me a while I argued with you back and forth on it for a long time about the horseshoe, how there's no actual line. It doesn't go. It goes in a horseshoe. Eventually, no matter how, if you go far enough right, or you go far enough left, it comes back into the authoritarian, totalitarian bullshit. That is why I wish I could get people to understand that it's not a left or right. It's a good and evil. That it's an authoritarian versus free. I yeah, I was gonna say I, I've been saying it for a minute now. It's it's freedom versus tyranny. Yes, and people need to understand the right is just as guilty of the tyranny as the left. It's oh, just but right God now forbid. they don't have the power. Yeah, but God forbid that we say that because that's just that's just falling. No, fuck them. Trap. When I said we're going hard, fuck them. Yay! <laughs> no more, Mister Nice Guy. Love it. I mean it. The world is too fucking crazy and in too much of a free fall now to see and fucking worry about people's feelings. Well, and here's what I don't get. It's like you you listen to these people and they're all, especially on the Q or on the more popular mainstream conservative side, they're like, yeah, well, if we're in power, this is what we're going to do. I'm like, I hope the fuck not. Because they're saying the same statements that we all denigrated the Obamas for saying when they got in office, oh, we got a lot to make up for. Yeah. That's what you're Revenge going. politics uh-huh. is not a valid strategy. No, no. Now, am I of the opinion that we'd probably be a lot better off if there was a lot less liberal bullshit? Yes, but I also feel that there's, <laughs> we'd be really well off if there wasn't as much right-wing bullshit. I've gotten to the point, I used to call myself a Republican. I was proud to, because I thought the Republican Party stood for the Constitution, for freedom, and for actual patriotism. But the more that I have been, and and being on TikTok has been a humongous eye-opener for me. Our side is just as bad, if not worse. 
it's different when you're there every day. But when you leave for three months and then come back and see what's changed, holy shit. Like, well, you remember we were having inklings of it before we left. And then we come back after three months. It's like, whoa, what? I didn't realize I jumped right in the middle of fucking San Francisco. Like, what? I wouldn't go quite that far, but I... Oh, I will. I will. I'll call it as it is. They're too busy shitting on each other to pay attention to what actually matters. Hence the San Francisco quote. Gotcha. Okay. No, see, I thought you meant... Okay. I I went a totally different way, but... uh, I I I was talking about shit central. Okay. I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. No, I mean... it sits here and let's let's use a real life example, shall we? Let, okay. A real life example. Let's use the situation in Ukraine, right? Russia says that they have no plans to attack Ukraine, right? But who's going to believe Russia? They spent the last four years telling us Russia, Russia, Russia was the problem and they were the enemy, right? Listen what I'm saying. They've spent four year, five years telling you Russia, Russia, Russia was the enemy. Russia says they are prepared for any contingency, but they have no plans. The Ukraine comes out. The people that are about to imminently be destroyed, according to Biden, said, hey, it's not that bad. Back off. Don't worry yeah, they, about it. But the rest of, of the world, listen. The rest of the world, the people in NATO that you need to pay attention to, look at what's happening in their country. Biden. Biden has historic low numbers, needs a war to get the news off of the fucked up COVID narrative and the fucked up policies that he's had that come out and destroyed the country. America doesn't want to over, doesn't like to change presidents in a wartime situation. They vote for stability, even if it's fucked up stability. Two, Boris Johnson of the UK has historically low numbers. He's threatened, or he's he's at risk of losing his office. He also is pushing for war in the UK. Macron, people are rioting in the streets in Paris, France. They are leading the charge for freedom over the United States. How Canada. fucked up is it? Okay, Canada hold on. Canada sent troops to Ukraine. And Trudeau yeah. has flagging numbers. Every country that supports war with Russia by sending troops to Ukraine are from countries that the COVID narrative and the New World Order build back better one world government plan is collapsing. They need a war. They need a war to retain their power because if they lose their power, if they can't, if they can't keep themselves looking like the heroes, their plans will collapse. I'm going to say something. Okay. I want everybody to take this and just understand. There's a lot of people out there saying that I'm just completely wrong in this or I'm just being a doomsdayer. But it doesn't matter what Russia says. It doesn't matter what Ukraine says. The fact that Russia shot down a NATO aircraft, the fact that there's all sorts of little scuffles going on, the fact that they moved missiles, it none of that matters. 
this war is going to happen one way or the other. Yep, they need it. They but you know it. what? And because they need it, they will kill 50,000 Americans without a moment's hesitation. Let's get back to, to books for a second, though. I made this comment. Why do you burn books? You burn books because you are scared. You burn books because that is knowledge. You burn books. Now, we, we talk about burning books. We even mentioned the one on the right, you know, taking down statues and things like that. But let me point something out. We live in a day and age where books are no longer the only form of knowledge. That said, we watch it on a regular basis every day, day in, day out, from right, from the left, on media, social media, where they literally will cancel, censor, or metaphorically burn each other's books. It's the same principle. It's because you're scared. You're scared that someone will do their own research and figure out that your narrative is not right. And no matter how much you want to get in bed with the left or in bed with the right, it's not going to fucking matter. There are some things that are just diametrically opposed. Unity at the cost of integrity is bullshit. Here, here. All right, oh, wise one, let's hit me. Hit me with some good words. All right, I'm looking for one. Uh... Uh, Tyrion Lannister quote. We were talking about books, how books have power, that books are an uncontrolled, unfettered, because no matter how oppressive a regime is, no matter how much tyranny exists in the world, a man is truly free inside his own mind. And that is what tyranny hates, is a free mind, because as long as your mind is free, and that is what books give you. They give you imagination, give you an escape. They give you the one thing that in a survival situation, you need more than water, you need more than air, you need more than shelter. All of these things is hope. Because the moment that you lose hope, you die. Not to be confused with faith. Ah, now here I'm going to spring one on you. You need hope. But another important thing is you need faith, faith in your fellow man. When you lose that, when you are cornered, when you are put in a position where you have no longer any faith in anyone outside of your immediate circle, you will do things. You will fight because you have nothing left to lose. And shortly after that, hope is lost. Yep. I get so sick and tired of seeing it. Like I, I literally watch. The book burnings, you know, the virtual book burnings on the left, on the right, all day, every day. And then you sit there and you watch the people that scream for the book burnings cry foul and play the victim. Yeah. If you want to look for division, then I'm going to tell you what you're looking for is, uh, is <laughs> one of my favorite words, accountability and authenticity. What you have is a whole lot of people that don't want to be held accountable for their actions. And you have a whole lot of them hiding behind a false authenticity. Because they're nothing more than a replica. Nothing more than a facade. As soon as that mask of civility slips, they show their true nature. So I'm going to say it again. And this is for everyone. I don't care who you are. I don't care what side you're on. 
In an age of darkness, truth can be considered a violent act. So if the truth kills them, let them fucking die. Don't be scared. Like, I, I, that's what I keep hearing, and, and this is what drives me nuts. I keep hearing, well, you shouldn't say that because that's just going to cause division. Well, maybe you should know it so that you know who not to have watching your back, who's not going to be actually on your side, whose goals do not align with yours. I know that war makes for strange bedfellows, but those strange bedfellows have the same general direction in their goals. I tell people all the time, I would rather take a hundred well-trained men who are dedicated and loyal to me than a hundred thousand men that are there for their own purposes, that are there untrained, that are there because they were forced to be, not because they wanted to. I'm I'm reminded of two quotes. The first one is, a mind needs books like a sword needs a whetstone you're going to train for battle and you need to sharpen both you need to sharpen your mind you need to sharpen your sword the other one and this is from george rr R. martin is cut out a man's tongue and you don't prove him a liar only that you're afraid of what he has to say which is why i hate censorship of any kind like, I hate trying to silence people. I don't report people. I report pedophiles, but I don't consider them people. There's a difference. But I don't report people. I don't... That's not our goal. Like, to silence someone is... It's to show fear, to show weakness. To show that they could actually hurt you. Why would I give them that kind of power? And it's the same thing with burning books. When you burn a book... You're not proving that the book is bad. What you're doing is you're proving that you're afraid of what the book says. That's it. Literary books, knowledge written down, shows the best of humanity and the worst. And both of them are valuable for teaching lessons. If you forget when... When power is lost, when the grid falls down, if you forget how to cook, you need a fucking cookbook. That is the best. But if society goes on and you want to know why your family's being let off in chains, why you're being put in a concentration camp, while they're raping your wife and daughter, while they're shooting your sons in the back of the head, and you want to know why? It's in a book. You were warned. You were told what would happen. People sit here and call me a jinx. People sit here and call me a walking spoiler alert. Let me tell you how I make my predictions, and people don't want to hear it. Here's how. Mm -hmm. Because it's freaky, okay? I use history, I use human psychology, and I use end times prophecy from multiple religions. Why? History, because it rhymes. And what happened before will happen again. You know, fuck it. Since we're staying on the whole, uh, since it's a book, Game of of Thrones scenario, they talk about the wheel. How one time is on and then the wheel turns and then their family's on top and then it turns and then another family on top and on it turns. Right? Mm Mm-hmm. It's a wheel. It's the same principle of strong men make good times, good times make weak men, weak men make bad times, that circle. It's a wheel. 
It's a wheel for a reason because it comes around in cyclical patterns. Go ahead. Since we're quoting books, how about I use one of my favorite quotes? Okay. If things were to suddenly change and you were to suddenly be in power, it's not like bad things would stop happening. They would just start happening to other people. And until you break that wheel, until you break that cycle, things will never change. That's why I keep telling people, like, I, I've always been the one that says, you know, we don't, you know, we have the discussion on whether or not we can find common ground. And I convinced you of that. But you convinced me that violence should never be the first option. But we're reaching a point where something drastic has to happen. Yep. You have to break that wheel. You have to break that cycle. Well, okay, let's talk about some good news then. Let's talk about the Canadian truckers. The fact oh, that the hell Canadian yeah. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. It gets better. Did you hear? Mm -mm. The Canadian truckers have been joined by Italian truckers, Australian truckers. Uh, there was, I think it's the French. French <coughs> truckers are all starting to form their own blockades. And in the United States, you have a group of trucks that just left California and they're heading to Washington, D.C. Uh, you know what's funny? Uh, I'm going to point something out. And I don't No, I mean this as disrespectful as I possibly can. Never mind. I don't have to hide my feelings anymore. All right. No, go hard. Be honest. We hope you brought a heart a condom for your heart because we about to fuck your feelings. Do you know what's amazing about the convoy coming out of California? For one, that it's fucking starting in California is amazing. All right? I would have expected it from anywhere else but California. But it makes sense. However, it does. It does. But however, here's what I want to say. Watch as all these cutarded, stupid fucks are melting down. It's a conspiracy. They're just going to get in the way. They're going to stop troop movement. I'm sitting here going, no. So finally, people. They're part of it. This is what they're going to say. They're part of it. That they're going to be blocking the, the, the interstate ways or the on-ramps and off-ramps so that people can't get in way of the military vehicles. Allowing uh, the Trump's secret shadow government to go take over. See, that's, that's what's funny. I've heard both sides from the Q-Tarts. One of them saying that they're on the side of, of this secret agenda. And then the other one saying that, you know, they're just going to distract and they're going to prevent. You know, I'm sitting here going, yo, so people finally fucking stand up, grow a set of balls, learn some testicular fortitude and stand up and say enough is enough. Do what Americans have done since 1776. Fuck. And then you're going to be like, no, 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 that's bad. Or they're going to take credit for it. You know, people had started to get to the point where they were distancing themselves from Q. No Q drops since December of 2020. It's the last Q drop. The people were starting to go, we're tired of waiting on the fucking plan. Then some people grow some balls to stand the fuck up, and now they're going to take credit for it. Watch. Uh, I hate it because you're probably fucking right. But here's what I don't get. Like, these are Americans doing American things. They've had enough. They're taking their issue to the house, the people's house, to the source of the problem. 
but you're going to get everybody that denigrates them. You're going to get people that want to take credit for it. They're going to be like, hey, I've got this piece of Swiss cheese that I slapped down on the Daily Inquirer and I got a new Q drop from it. I swear they're like these people that see the 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 image of Jesus and a French toast. Right. No, here, but see, here's the problem. <clears throat> here's why it won't get as big as it did in Canada. Ready? Americans are lazy and spineless? No. Okay. Canada has already declared, as of January 28th, 2022, the truck caravan as a terrorist organization. That they are listed as domestic terrorists subject to arrest and fine. Now, granted, they have up, up almost 500,000. Yeah. They have two and a half million people in that area who are, comp- who are there to protest. Two and a half million. I think that's half the fucking population of, Can- of Canada. But they're there protesting. They can't arrest them all. And the United States, they're already, they're already saying that those people are funded by Russians. Mm-hmm. They're Boy, already you saying that it's like January 6th. They're preparing the psyches of the American people to sit the fuck down and shut the fuck up. Do not let them do it. Stand up. Be peaceful. Take photographs of license plates of people who are, who are riding with the convoy. Keep them accountable. Keep them organized. Keep them peaceful. Because if you don't think that the left... That the powers that be, the people that want to maintain the status quo, won't sit here and and destroy this whole thing or be smart. What are you talking about? Name. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What are you talking about? There is just as uh, an equal amount of people on the right, leaders on the right, that will do the same. Damn That's why I said thing. the establishment and the elite, because mm-hmm. I understand that they're from both sides. The people that want their power, the people that were making money. How much did we figure out they were making per day just from those? Uh, the was vaccines, it, five, it was yeah. $93 million per day. I mean, that's, uh, that's fucking meant, man. Yeah. Now, if Why I would... could, if I could get a real-time, uh, translation for a video I have, I would share it with the podcast, but it's the Czechoslovakian government, uh, the, the president, who is speaking out against the vaccines. And he warns the people who are celebrating their victories now. Enjoy this small victory, but know that the war is not over. Realize that the people in the elite, by the way, I'm calling it the Czechoslovakian leader did not kill himself. That the elite are not going to give up their trillions of dollars. And he gave statistics on how much the people made, the rich made. And he named fucking names. He named Elon Musk. He named, yo, know, CEOs of companies. He named world leaders and showed how much they made in a speech that was hidden by the mainstream media. But luckily, we have people who report. We have citizen journalists. Oh, no, no, no. Call them what they are. We have actual real journalists. <laughs> actual fucking journalists. I swear to God, anytime at this particular point, like I, I and it's funny because even Tim Pohl made a comment about it. It's like it's like to become a journalist today, you have to sell your soul. Yes, do not sell your soul. 
Do not sell your soul no matter how attractive the offer is. You know what? You made a comment. Don't let them silence you. Don't let them stop you. Look, if you've got two feet, stand. If you can't fight, if you, if you can't shoot, load. If yeah. you can't load, help the sick. If you can't help the sick, then cook. If you can't cook, speak. It doesn't matter. Don't let them stop you. Like, there are many ways that you can help, many ways that you can fight. It does To win this fight is not going to be, and I keep, I, I keep seeing this thing, where we'll go down in a blaze of glory. I was like, it's not glory. It's not. It means you fucking failed. It means all of us fucking failed. If we die in a blaze of gunfire, it means we failed. But it also means that we stood for the principle of the matter. We did not compromise. We did not comply. We will not live on our knees. But it takes more than someone to fight in a blaze of glory. It takes the, the thinkers. It takes the, the people who talk, the people who write, the people who cook, people to help the sick, people to make the guns. It does. It's not just one group. Like you got guys like you and me that are vocal and we don't have a problem and we also have no problem if it comes doing it. Let's stand up. Let's go. Yeah, but I remember, I remember my history. Like, I remember Patton, right? I remember Patton. You don't win a war by dying for your country. You win a war by making the other dumb bastard die for his. That is how you win a war. But sometimes, and I agree with that, but it's like I keep trying to tell people, I was like, look, uh, uh, the way that it's going, I'm not going to promise you a victory. Nope. But, but like what Churchill said, I will promise you that we will show the world that these were our finest hours. Yep. Uh, we were men of principle. Yeah. I like Winston Churchill when he says, we'll fight them on the beaches. We'll fight them on the shores. We'll fight them with guns and with bombs and with beer bottles. But that is all we, we have left. <laughs> they cut that part out of that speech, but I love the written down part of that speech. Now, what was the name of the guy that that charged on Normandy Beach with a uh, with a claymore and a bow and arrow? Oh fuck, I don't remember. You know what I'm talking? Mad Jack. It's fighting, fighting yeah, Mad fighting Jack, Ma fighting Jack. Yeah, yeah. And I that's can't. That's okay. Jack How about the guy who sit here and r ran up and down the beach, no gun, just bagpipes? Yep. That. What about White Death? I can never remember White Death's name. Her name. Her name. Literally sitting there, uh, packing her mouth with, with snow, being the only one that's around, having no backup, and raining hell down. Oh, no, wait. White Death was Norwegian. Yes, guy. you're thinking and of... And then she was in... Uh, she was the Russian in Stalingrad. She has the highest kill count for any female in history. And she also outranks most of the males, too. Yeah, she's in the top 10 of every sniper list. Here's what I got to say. These people all had, all had something in common. They believed in something. They stood for something. It was their belief. And win, lose, or die, they were standing true to their cause. So guess what, guys? Don't give up. Let your voice be heard. Stand for what you think is right. Don't let people bully you into submission. Don't let people who are more popular than you tell you what you can and can't do. Don't let people say, don't rock a boat. Don't cause division. Call it. Do it. Fight. Rock the boat. 
Because for progress, sometimes you must make people uncomfortable. Now remember, be nice until it's time to not be nice. Don't smile until you have a plan to kill everybody in the room? Okay. I'll go with that one. Okay. Like, you, know, you don't be a we dick. Wherever you're chesty puller, wherever you yeah. are. Wherever you are. No, that was Mad Dog Mattis. I don't pull her better. I don't care. I I don't. Here's what I'm trying to get at. It's like I sit here and I watch people that get quiet, people that are bullied into submission. And I'm sitting here. It's like, and and you know, that's one of the reasons why, for one, we'll never be super popular. (laughs) Right. (laughs) What? (laughs) We'll never be super popular. We're not. It has nothing to do with us. It has everything to do with today, you may like what we say, but tomorrow, we're probably going to hurt your fucking feelings. Well, that's what I was getting ready to get at. Like, <laughs> the reason that we will never be very popular is because we don't care. I don't care if you've got a million followers. I don't care if you've got five. If you say something fucking stupid, I'm going to call it out. If you do something wrong, I'm going to say it. I'm not going to care. I'm tired of pussyfooting around. I'm tired of being worried about everybody's fucking feelings. I've come to the realization that it just doesn't matter i will be true to myself and my principles regardless and i want each and every one of you to do the same don't take shit from anyone but here's my favorite phrase i got it from a preacher which this will make you laugh because you know how i feel about most preachers it's in a book and he was he was writing down wise sayings he goes one of the ones that i got from an old grandma and i went into church he turned around and looked me right dead in the eye and says don't let anybody should on you i love that one Absolutely don't. love that one. And I'm just sitting there. I was like, you know what? You're right. Don't let anybody should on you. Don't let anybody say you shouldn't do this or you should do this or you should just get along to be along. No. You do you. Yep. That doesn't mean you're always going to be right. I'm not always right. Fuck it. But you know what? I'm willing to change if I'm wrong. If you can prove me wrong, I'm willing to listen. But if your only argument against me is emotion, slander, or something with feelings, then fuck you. I don't work on those. I don't operate on that. Truth does not care about your feelings. You know, we really need to get a hat that just says that on it. It's like, yeah, I hope you brought a condom on the back. It's something about to fuck your feelings. I'd wear the shit out of it. Right? Right. You know what's funny? My mom does not like my politics. Right? Does not like them at all. She says, you know, you're, you know, you've become this person. I was like, no, I've always been this person. I'm just more outspoken about it than I used to be. But she bought me a flag and it's on its way. And it's the Gadsden flag. Don't tread on me. I looked at her. I was like, I thought you hated my politics. She goes, no, 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 no. This has nothing to do with politics, but who you are at your core. I was like, what? She says, don't step on me. I don't care who it is. Don't step on me. Because I will bite. I don't give a damn. And I want all of you to have that attitude too. Don't give a damn. Who are they? Are they are they paying your bills? Are they feeding you? Or did you like any functioning American earn what you have? Yep. Are they doing the three de- three Fs? Feeding, financing, or fucking you? If the answer to those is no. Okay, hold on a second. I'd like to say that. You know, the government is at least doing okay. one of those. For an <laughs> I told somebody I was going to start playing. I was going to start role play. If I ever get a girlfriend, I'm going to start role playing. I'm going to be the government. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> right. So here, here, here's to sum up. 
Let your voice be heard. We may not agree with you, but let your voice be heard. We have said it repeatedly multiple times in our podcast. Start your own. Come on here. Talk with us. We don't care if we agree with you or not. We're willing to have that conversation. But come with facts, not feelings. If you don't like our podcast, start your own. Go to Anchor FM. Start it. It's free. They'll let you do it. There's no minimum viewership to sit here and get it sent to all of these different platforms. If you need help, reach out to us. Even if we despise you, even if we don't get along politically, we will still help you get your voice out there. Why? Because it's your fucking voice and it deserves to be heard, right, wrong, or indifferent. Because freedom is freedom. A man is free. As long as he has the ability to speak his mind, as long as he has the ability to think his own thoughts. This is what we want to foster. I don't give a shit how you stand. Conservative, patriot, liberal, whatever fucking else there is. Libertarian, anarcho-capitalist. I don't care. The ability to have a differing opinions and thoughts and then still treat each other like human beings is the essence of liberty and you know how i said liberty not freedom because freedom is the ability to do what the fuck you want in your own head liberty is freedom plus personal responsibility and people forget that they're all for the something. freedom but not so much the personal responsibility as i say that there is a difference just because you have the right and you have the liberty and the freedom to say something does not mean that there are not consequences. It does not mean that somebody will not hold you accountable. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. The, the bigger, more popular that you get, the more firmly that you cling to your convictions, the more hell and the world is going to come after you simply for the fact that they don't like your truth. Simply for the fact that they don't like your message. And they will come after you and they will attack you. And it is then, in the middle of conflict... Not where you build character, but where it is revealed for what you truly are. Will you be a cloth or will you be a stone? Will you stand or will you fall? What? I'm just reminded from, from listening. I'm reminded of one of the first things you said on the podcast. Um, it is not, it's the messenger. It is not the messenger. That, how did you put it? It is not the messenger who gets the credit. It is usually the messenger who dies for the message. It is not the first person who says something. It is the second who stands. It is the third who stands that makes the change, that makes the difference. The messenger simply puts the message out there. It is for those who hear it and act to which the world changes. We do not need credit as the messenger for being the messenger of truth. We are willing to let other people take that ball and run with it. The number of people that we've talked to that have started their own podcast, that sit here and listen to our podcast and go, thank God you people are out there. I don't feel alone. Because that is what the media is trying to do. That is what the world is trying to do. That is what the New World Order is trying to do, is to make you feel alone, to make you feel solitary. The only people that you seem to hear are the crazy motherfuckers out there screaming about aliens and shit. Why? They're, can their message get out and other people's cannot? Simple. The enemy doesn't fear them. They you don't fear burn. the crazy. They feel the truth. 
Yeah, you only burn, you only destroy, you only censor or, or try to hide that which you are scared of. So just think about that a little bit. Now, that's not always, you know, sometimes you get that outlier that breaks through. But I want you, as you're looking through social media, as you're looking through all these people, I want you to look at something and realize the people that grow the largest are usually the ones wearing a mask. They don't well, say the hard things. There are I'm outliers okay. to that. There are outliers to that. But most of them you look at, the most of the people that get out there and get large, they don't say the hard things. They don't speak the harsh truths. Well, fuck it. Since we're here, let's talk about this one. Joe Rogan. <laughs> okay, hold on. I just want to say that if the view is actually going to quit, if Joe Rogan is not removed from Spotify, we should all petition Spotify to keep Joe Rogan on. <laughs> no, I, I, I called it. I knew what was going to happen. I called it a couple of days ago. If they're going to make this huge hubbubaloo, hullabaloo, the stocks of Spotify are going to go up. Yeah, they're back in Joe Rogan. And then as more start to jump on, as eventually the news cycle will even out, and its stock portfolio, the prices will stop rising. They grew 25% with all this controversy. Jesus. However, what they're not reporting, Joe Rogan agreed to take down 50-plus episodes. And is going to put a COVID misinformation post on the on the episodes that talk about COVID nineteen. And money talks. And for every for every R side in terms of medical freedom, they're gonna bring on an expert for the other side. So don't be jumping for joy. And I understand he gets 11 million views on a bad day per episode. And we get 80. We get 100. Wait, we have that? Holy shit. Nice. So we're, we're much, much, much smaller. Right? Like, we're not even a, a percent of a percent of a percent of a percent of a percent. Right. What's it matter? It doesn't. But here's what you need to know. They're not talking. When they talk about the controversy, they're talking about Spotify siding with Joe Rogan. But you're not looking at what they're... That's because Neil Young sucked. Yeah, but they're not... They're You're not talking... They're not talking about what Joe Rogan is hey. doing to pacify them. Let me put something else. You want to know why Spotify stuck with, with Joe Rogan over Neil Young? They paid $100 million for Joe Rogan. It's not even that. Because nobody knew Neil Young was still alive? Well, no, no, I didn't, actually. I was kind of surprised he was still kicking. Do you realize that over 50% of his royalties go to a, a uh, go to the United Kingdom? Black Rock Group, yes. There's no money in it for him here in the United States. Correct. So, well, Okay, wait, 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 hold on. There was more than just Neil Young. Who left because of that? Here's what's funny to me. When you add all of them together over their past listeners' views, they probably lost 15 minutes worth of playtime from the Spotify library, let's be honest. (laughs) Bette Midler, Barry Manilow. I mean, I'm I'm not fucking butthurt that there's no Bette Midler on Spotify anymore. Who the fuck is Bette Midler? Uh... 
I thought she was an actress, but apparently she sings too. She was right. the she was the ugly redheaded witch in um, Hocus Pocus. Oh God! Okay, that's Fred Midler. Still alive? <laughs> Last I checked, apparently they pulled her music off. <clears throat> you know what? Before we leave, I want to say something. All right. Saying the hard things, calling the calling people out, making them uncomfortable is not going to make you a lot of friends. It's going to make you a lot of family. I'm going to say that it's going to make people who are like-minded and appreciate it are going to love you and they're going to be loyal. But I want to tell you that most people be careful because it's not going to make you a lot of friends because most of those people are friends simply because they do not want to be your enemy. Fair. You want to, you want to find out who your family is? Say the most offensive shit that you can. And if they tell you to fuck off, that's your family. (laughs) It may be, you may be right, but they're still going to tell you to fuck off. That's your family. By the way, fuck off, Coop. (laughs) (laughs) I was about to say, (laughs) Coop, you're cordially invited to fornicate thyself with a cactus. Balder, too. No, no, no. We we won't talk about the Speedo. Oh, damn. You're going to (laughs) make, you're going to summon, you're going to summon the forehead. (laughs) Oh, man. But no, I really want you to get out there and don't let anybody shoot on you. Don't let anybody quiet you. If you are right, right like if, if people hate you for spreading the truth, if they are giving you a hard time, if they are trying to silence you, nine times out of ten, it's because what you're saying is right and that makes them uncomfortable and they don't want to face the fact that they are wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I summoned him. <laughs> All right. Oh, we got that one. Holy shit! <laughs> Holy shit! So, so, bitches. Hey, hey! Oh, it's a fucking party, right as we end. So, with that being said, I'm Odin. This is Tier, and uh, we're mad as hell, and we're not gonna take it anymore. Thank you for calling all trucks. Says, here's episode. the duck. We're about to go hunting bear. Fuck yeah! See you in the next episode of Winter's Call. Going crazy so we don't go out anymore. We sit in the house and slowly the world we're living in is getting smaller and all we say is please at least leave us alone in our living rooms. Let me have my toaster and my TV and my steel-belted radios and I won't say anything. Just leave us alone. Well, I'm not going to leave you alone. I want you to get mad. I don't want you to protest, I don't want you to write, I don't want you to write to your congressman because I wouldn't know what to tell you to write. I don't know what to do about the depression and the inflation and the Russians and the crime in the street. All I know is that first, you've got to get mad. You've got to say, I'm a human being, God damn it! My life has value! So, I want you to get up now. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. I want you to get up right now and go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell, I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore! The preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost.